Hey guys, welcome to another Bad Blood Football Podcast predictions episode. It'll be a bit of a short one today because of how one-sided most of these matchups are. So we're just, yeah, we're just going to get right into it with this uh, 49ers-Vikings game. ESPN has a 66% chance for the 49ers to win. So what do you think about it, Dan? Uh, well, for me, I'm picking the 49ers. I think it's pretty one-sided, as you said. Uh, just throughout the whole season, they've proven themselves. I think they're going to do really well on offense um, with their star tight end, who is a top three tight end this season, George Kittle. He's performing really well throughout the regular season. I think he'll do great in the postseason. Uh, they have Jimmy Garoppolo, who, since coming from the Patriots, has been performing really well for them. He has yet to make a postseason appearance, but I think he'll do great. And I just think uh, Nick Bosa on their defensive end will cause a lot of problems with them. He's been performing really well, just like his brother Joey Bosa entering the league. I think, uh, and also key things to notice is that on Thursday, Adam Thielen, uh, second wide receiver for the Vikings, was listed as questionable. I think he'll still make the appearance for the game, but he is not playing 100%. And I just overall think the 49ers will take this one with their good defensive play and their offense is running hot. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you here. So I, I, and like we were kind of saying, the 49ers are that... Uh are that one-sided, you know, number one seed, 13-3 team. You know, I, I got them winning 24-14. to 14. I just think it's going to be a dominant performance by their defense. And uh, I think the, the Vikings got here on a fluke, to be honest with you. I don't think that they deserve to be here, and it's going to show this game. I think Dalvin Cook is just going to absolutely shit the bed uh, with the Bosa brother. You know, he's just going to shut them down all game. Uh, the Niners are 5-1 in divisional play. They're absolutely phenomenal. You know, they played seven winning teams in the regular season. Uh, I think they're really decisive in the fourth quarter. You know, they get those games that they need uh, to win that are a touchdown or less, you know, all that stuff. Plus, they did beat the Chiefs in the regular season, so I think that's really significant, especially because they are a playoff contender. Uh, my players to watch are going to be Jimmy G. Um, he's a great pedigree under uh, Tom Brady, you know, that uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, he, however, is an unproven QB in the playoffs. He, we don't know if he's actually a star QB or not because he's ha- he has this star team around him. He's a lot of star power. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of morphs to this pressure that he's going to be under uh, during this divisional round playoff game. Also, George Kittle, like Dan was saying, uh, he's their leading receiver on the team. You know, he's a big target. He kind of acts just like Gronk did in New England. I'm sure he's following right in New England's footsteps with how Tom Brady loved to target them big, those big uh, tight ends. Adam Thielen, like Dan was also saying, I have to agree with him there, that even though he is questionable, I, th- I still think he will have a dominant performance, but I don't think that Kirk Cousins is going to have um, – anywhere near the game he had and or probably the confidence because I think the defense is just going to absolutely shut him down uh, when the time comes. So, like I said, I got Niners winning 24-14. Uh, it's going to be a good game, I think, but it should be a dominant performance with the 49ers. And for the Vikings to pull this one off, I uh, I think last last week against the Saints, they did a phenomenal job on their D-line. Uh, their DNs and the nose tackles did phenomenally getting to pressure to breeze. Um, and also something to note, while 49ers record is 13 and three, the last five weeks of the regular season, they went three and two, just like the Vikings went three and two and the Vikings are coming off a win. So they're feeling really good about themselves. They want to prove themselves this week. So it's going to be a tough matchup, but I think all around 49ers would take this. And my prediction was 49ers, 27 Vikings, 20. Yeah, obviously I think the same thing. It's going to be a pretty one-sided game, honestly. So let's just move into this Titans-Ravens game. ESPN, even bigger favorite for the Ravens. They have an 82% projection for them to win. So, yeah, Dan, just tell us what you think. Now, this is really tough for me because I am a Steelers fan, so I would hate to say it, but I am going to say it because there's 
I mean, there's no way the Titans would beat this team. The Ravens are obviously the heavy favorite, as Sean said, um, with their captain, Lamar Jackson, who has just turned 23. And he is a phenomenal player. QB is very diversible. He can do everything. He's the leading rusher for the team. But also to note is that Mark Ingram is a outstanding running back coming from the Saints. Although as of Thursday as well, he is listed as questionable as well as their star tight end Mark Andrews. But with those two players potentially not being able to play, I think um, Lamar Jackson will definitely still be able to captain his team and perform under the pressure. I think uh, this would be a hard task for the Titans to keep up with this offense, seeing as Titans really only have Derrick Henry to utilize. They It's really hard for them, for Ryan Tannehill, to get his receivers open. And I think the Baltimore's defense is performing really well. They're 14-2, and two, and I just don't see the Titans pulling this one out. Yes. To allude to that fluke of last week where the Titans somehow were able to pull it out, I think they're way too weak. Um, if Derrick Henry can have some even remotely the same game as he had last week, it's still going to be very difficult because Lamar Jackson is such a high-scoring quarterback, so versatile. Um, you know that offense, like Dan was saying, with Mark Ingram. You know they're they're really this run-heavy team with a quarterback that can sometimes throw the ball, but likes to run a lot more. You know they're on a 12-game winning streak right now. I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. I think they're the most dominant team in the NFL right now. Very scary team, uh, regardless, especially moving into the postseason. They're just they're a fun to watch team, high scoring team, who can really get uh, get their shit together when they need to. Their defense, like Dan was also saying, is super scary. They're the uh, they're the fourth ranked defense in the league, which I think is rightfully so. Uh, they're able to stop pretty much keep teams low scoring, which is probably a product of the offense being so dynamic. It's kind of helping the defense as well. But something to note is Lamar Jackson is coming off of a twenty day off streak so he's yet to he hasn't played a game in 20 days which i think may affect him however it also could make his legs super fresh um he could just be you know he could be his loose self and it's going to be even more scary derrick henry it's going to be his game to lose again i mean if the titans are going to pull this upset it's going to have to be derrick henry doing all the work putting the team on his back once again and he's going to have to get you know, well over 200 yards and three touchdowns to even remotely have a chance in this game i have the ravens winning this game 27 to 10 um, if anything else happens, I will be very surprised, and it's going to be Ravens moving forward, in my opinion. And obviously, I agree with you. I mean, going against the Ravens' second-ranked offense, that's going to be very hard. I honestly, as you were saying, don't see the Titans putting up points like that to be able to compete with them in this game. Um, it's been a really good postseason so far. Every game has been pretty tight, and I just think this is going to be the one game that is just kind of embarrassing for the Titans because you only got Derrick Henry as the option for the uh, offense, and I just don't see this happening for them. My prediction is 31 Baltimore, Titans 13. Uh, good luck, Baltimore, I guess. Yeah, so next we got Houston. They're going to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Uh, ESPN has it projected, again, 82% chance for this, these Chiefs to take it. I think it's pretty one-sided one as well, but go ahead and take it away, Dan. Uh, for my prediction for this game, I definitely think the uh, Chiefs will pull this one through. Although they have lost to the Texans in the regular season, I don't see that happening twice this season. Um, I'm a big fan of Pat Mahomes. I think he's performing really well. Maybe he's not as well as uh, his previous years, but he's performing really well still. They have a good run game, and they also have another top three tight end on their side with uh, Travis Kelsey. So I think they're going to be a dominant offense like always. Some key players, well, as I mentioned it, speaking of the devil, Travis Kelsey actually was questionable today. So he's going to be performing in this game, but he might not be 100%. So we'll see how his playing is. 
but I think the Chiefs will take this one. I don't see Texans pulling this one through, although they will com- compete with uh, Watson's play, um, being elusive from their Chiefs' strong defense. And I think uh, J.J. and the D-line will put up a fight for the Chiefs, but I still see the Chiefs winning this one. All the questionable guys are going to be playing, in my opinion, and uh, I don't think Travis Kelsey is going to be uh, be one of the guys sitting out. But I am going to have to disagree with Dan on this one. I do think the Texans are going to pull this one through 17-14. to 14. With, a, with, a, with a game like last week and the way they won in overtime, I just think that they're going to be on this on this roller coaster of a playoff uh, playoff run here. I don't think the Chiefs are going to be benefiting from this time off. I think that they needed to continue to play throughout the uh, throughout the end of the regular season and they did lose to the Texans in the regular season, which I do think is kind of um, kind of an interesting thing here because Deshaun Watson already showed what he had against them, and I think they had their number, and they're going to have the number again. I don't think Andy Reid can win in Super Bowl. I don't think he's capable of it. Pat Mahomes, in my opinion, is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the game right now. I, I do think he is going to choke like he normally does in the playoffs, and it's going to be a problem. I think the Texans t- uh, players to watch are going to be Deshaun Watson once again. Uh, he did have a somewhat of a poor performance last week. However, I think uh, when in crunch time, he was able to do what he needed to do to be accurate and win that game. Duke Johnson also needs to be utilized in this game more. We saw what he had in that first quarter last week, but then they started, they decided they wanted to put in Carlos Hyde, and I mean, I think that was to their detriment. I think Duke Johnson is a um, it's a more versatile back. He will help them win the game. Um, I do think that it's going to be a very close one. It's going to come down to the end where it's going to be a a game-winning drive by Deshaun Watson in the fourth quarter with two minutes left uh, with 17-14 at the end. Get that kicker in there again. Have him get another game winner. That's my prediction. And, I mean, I see see this game being really close just like all the other postseason games, but I don't agree with you that saying Pat Mahomes is the most overrated QB. He he hasn't made it to a championship game. He has not proven himself. Well, he will prove himself this weekend. I don't know about that one, but we're, we're going to have to see. I'm <laughs> and, I mean, I think he'll pull it through, but my prediction ends up being 27-23 to 23 in favor of the Chiefs. Go Chiefs. I hope they win this game. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, better than Lamar. You Robert, are on crack cocaine with that statement. <laughs> Lamar Jackson right now is the best quarterback in the league, right behind Tom Brady, obviously. But, but <laughs> Lamar Jackson is the most dynamic quarterback in the league right now. And I think uh, it's going to be, that's definitely a tough one to say he's not the best. So let's go to this Green Bay Seahawks game. Probably the closest matchup in terms of, you know, what most people are predicting. So that, you know, ESPN is a 66% favorite for Green Bay. They're playing at home, usually do pretty well there. But, you know, let's see what our uh, guys think here. Dan, what do you think? All right, like Sean said, they are the favorite. I think it benefits them, but they are playing at home. I know this is going to be a tough game. I know that Seattle is hungry. But they have, uh, they're going against Aaron Rodgers. I know this whole regular season, the Packers have been kind of playing playing dirty. They've been winning dirty, skimming by with a lot of field goal, last second Hail Marys to uh, win out the games. But I think they'll pull it through on this game regardless. Uh, like I said, they have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best QBs in history, it was, uh, for certain Hall of Famer. They have a good running back, Aaron Jones, and their leading receiver, uh, Devontae Adams, who is also another star receiver, one of the best right now. And I just think that the um, the Packers will pull this through, home field advantage. I know uh, Seahawks and Russell Wilson are going to uh, put up a lot of points as well, but I see uh, Packers winning this one. My prediction for the game would actually be um, kind of in the middle. 
I say I'm saying uh, 23 to 20 Green Bay. I think their defenses will really have to fight to keep these offenses from scoring. Yeah, so I'm going to disagree with you again because I think that's just blatantly wrong. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to have a dominant performance this time around. Uh, they're coming off that win uh, against Philly. Uh, I think that that was just a good showing of what they can do. Yeah, I, I and and I don't think the Packers are going to be able to pull it through. I think Aaron Rodgers is not the leader that everybody claims he is. I think he's I think he's not going to be able to um, produce like he normally does in the playoffs because he's had such a rocky season with all those you know close games. I mean, I guess he's had some fourth quarter drives, but I think Russell Wilson will be able to produce more points um, <clears throat> and is just a better leader overall. You know, they were able to pull out those close games in a regular season. Um, and really step up against the Eagles. I guess a hurt Eagles team, but still. My players to watch are going to be Aaron Rodgers. You know, he needs to have a good game to win this. Just because, you know, they have some of the best in the league right now. I don't think having, like, I don't necessarily think the bye week is always a good thing for these teams. Um, especially the Packers sitting in a second seed, which their 13-3 record is like, we didn't really hear much about them in the regular season because they were so just kind of off the radar. I guess they were winning games, like Dan was saying, they were winning, like, in the dirt kind of deal. But uh, I do think Russell Wilson... Um, He's going to have another big game, you know, over 300, 400 yards passing. The DK Metcalf is going to come in big again. You know, the big physical receiver is going to push those cornerbacks around, make the big catches when he needs to. Um, I'm predicting this game to uh, to go 35-24 in favor of the Seahawks. Another high-scoring game. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, in my, I mean, the way the the way I see it, the Packers are going to win this game. I know the defense has a has a lot to uh, overcome this game coming up, but I mean, the last five weeks of the regular season, they've won five straight, and the Seahawks have, were two for three out of the five. So they're not they weren't coming in the postseason hot, although they did beat Eagles, but they were a very hurt team and I just think the Eagles could not perform, especially since they had to bring in a backup with Wentz being injured. I they have Packers have been playing dirty, but they've been winning. So I still see this team performing, and I think they'll overcome the Seattle Seahawks this game. But like, if you look at their rankings in the NFL, man, they're like they're they're almost below average in in every single stat. Like it, it, it's like they're they're winning by the skin of their teeth. I mean, I guess every single game they've had to play, they've they've been just by the seat of their pants, just kind of just flying through it. But like, if they're they're all of their stats are below average. Aaron Rodgers is not playing to how he normally plays. He's getting old. You know, Seattle has Marshawn Lynch back. He's going to produce this game. I'm telling you that now. And it's going to be, uh, you know, Russell Wilson's putting up the numbers like he has been. You know, he's been consistent. They have physical receivers. It's just, I, I just think that it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting game to watch for sure. But I do think that this game has the biggest possibility of an upset of a, of a high seed versus low seed game. Although true, but I, I mean, don't you th- you would think that they already knew that coming into this game that their rankings are not the greatest, and that's what makes uh, Aaron Rodgers perform so well in the postseason. He's going to be hungry. I think he's going to get it. All right, so I do think Rob was a little crazy to predict the Texans to beat the Chiefs, but this one's a bit more reasonable. I think Russell Wilson's the better quarterback, and I think that's pretty you know agreed upon at this point. Um, so we'll see what happens with all these games, and we'll get back to you guys on Tuesday. So you know, look out on our social media. You'll get an update on Twitter when you see um, that we released it. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Twitter in the description. You can also just look up Bad Blood Football and you'll find us. So, yeah, see you guys uh, Tuesday.